Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I'm not quite sure, but everybody had their boots on. They were ready to splish splash on the stage with Kanye. And it really was a great moment, man. The Migos delivered. What's good? What's going on with you? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and this is the place where we keep you up to date with everything that's happening in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A Dub. It's Wednesday, and of course, the most important news of last night and today is Kanye West's Donda 2 album. Now, the album kind of sort of released last night, but there was a huge listening event in Miami, and we have the closest thing here to a firsthand account. We have someone who attended the premiere, well, one of the streaming premieres, so we are going to get a live and direct account of what happened. There was plenty of things that went down, too. Plenty of special guest appearances, a crazy set. There were some technical difficulties as well. A lot went on, but we're going to get into all things Kanye West down to two. But before we do, we have to ask that you follow the podcast. Please subscribe. Please hit that follow button. Thank you. Now let's jump into it. Okay, so as you know, Kanye West had his album release party in Miami yesterday, and he live-streamed this event around the world, which I thought was a great move on Kanye's behalf. Now, um, we have here one of the attendees who went to this event, who saw this event as it played out. So, A-Dub, first things first, tell us what time it started. Yes, so if you attended one of the live streams at, like, one of the AMC theaters, it was supposed to start at 9 p.m. So we get in there (laughs) at the theater at 9 p.m., and we hear the heartbeat or Kanye's heartbeat for, like, two hours so the heartbeat is now stuck in my head um (laughs) and it went back and forth between movie trailers to the heartbeat to the two 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 screen and just rotating right so it didn't start until like 10 45 11 p.m eastern time over here see that that was the thing man i had my (laughs) ticket i was ready to pull up but by 10 30 ish like when there was no word back I'm just like, I can't I can't do what's called playing Kanye games. And what I mean by playing Kanye games is you don't know when it's going to start. So I could have came there at 1030 and then it might not have started until 1230. So I just I like to know, you know, when I'm going to get in, get out, that type of thing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it hot. No, I didn't get in my bed yet. Actually, I went to the grocery store while I was waiting. 
actually for Kanye waiting to get word that he was looking like he was about to start. And when I didn't get word, once I had got back from the grocery store, it was a wrap. Like it was over. It was over for that. So I was just catching various clips online, but okay. So we have the start time around 11 PM ish. First thing that comes onto the screen or first thing that you see on the stream when Kanye does actually come out, how does it look? Describe the scene. Um, you see the house like on the field. It's given. It's very dark. It's a cloudy type thing. It has the water on the ground. It looks very mysterious uh, at, in true Kanye fashion. So mm-hmm. it, it gave an eerie vibe. I believe the house was on fire at first. Yeah, the house was a little bit on fire in the windows. So that was going on. A uh, first glimpse on the screen was that that house. Yeah, and I will say this about any Kanye listening event or any Kanye live event. Period. Like the set is always creative. It always has that, like, ominous, end-of-the-world-y type look. But it is always very creative, and I'm always impressed by it. Like, especially this time around with the water that they had on the set, it always looks like a a different world with Kanye. So last time um, with the show with him and Drake, it kind of looked like they were on Mars. This time it looked like they were on a different planet, one that had water on it. So I don't know what, what... realm they transported us to this time but i did enjoy the the set visually this time around with down to two yeah no it looked when i say it looked good it looked like you know it pushed you into that new element like i forgot they were even in miami on some field like that's how (laughs) good it looks done so right so yeah so the music starts kanye starts bringing people out and that's when it gets really interesting like kanye is gonna bring out some special guests for the event he brought out the game for easy of course when he said the line about beating pete davidson's ass the crowd cheered y'all love cheering on dysfunction but go ahead go off kings and queens um so that's that was a little moment um and then there was just more and more special guests from there yeah, a couple other people showed up and of course, I don't know the what songs like the names that were played, but um you then you and who, or who the features were because there were some people's features that were played that weren't there, but the next guest after the game that played, uh Migos came up there and that was a highlight of the night was Migos performing. Yeah, that Migos performance had a lot of energy. I did like that. I did like that. I thought that was a great moment for the Migos, especially mm-hmm. um since this last album. I don't want to say it came and went, but Culture 3 definitely didn't receive the same acclaim as Culture 1, not by a long shot. So to see the Migos come out and just kill it like that, that was great to see. That was great to see from the Migos. They had on their Yeezy boot. I don't know, if is that a Yeezy boot or is that like they just are rocking Hunter boots? I'm not quite sure, but everybody had their boots on. They were ready to splish splash (laughs) on the stage (laughs) with Kanye. And it really was a great moment, man. The Migos delivered on their performance. Yeah, the Migos did really good. Um, It was hype to see them. And you could could catch a couple of lines even from them that talked about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian low-key. So they had their moments in their verses too. So it was lit for the Migos. Yeah, and then you also had Kanye surrounding everybody with these all black blacked out soldiers his aesthetics are always curious to me because they they look good visually but I don't Mm. always understand the messaging around them like is this to tell us that he's at war right now with Kim or with Pete like what what is he trying to tell us with these soldiers that's one thing I wanted to know yeah that's a good point like there was a bunch of people um that just walking around the 
the stadium with like these helmet type things looking on like like you said like soldiers but it's giving stormtroopers mm-hmm. yeah that is right i don't know i don't know what what the meaning behind that was and what the deeper layers behind that was but <laughs> even so kanye continues the show he's rapping more about his relationship with kim and you can tell some of these songs are really really recent because like even in one clip i heard where he's referencing the flowers that he brought her on valentine's day i'm like oh that was a couple of days ago so you are mm-hmm. really working on these albums up until the last second which is something we kind of already know about kanye but that just makes it even more clear like okay you finished this a couple of days ago at best and today at worst mm-hmm. um so yeah he said when you give them everything they always want more never stand between a man and his kids i'll put your security at risk but he started it with keep the flowers sent a hundred thousand so that lets you know like all right he wrote this after valentine's day yeah and then one of the highlights i've definitely watched this whole clip on social media kanye brings out push a tea for diet coke That's really a moment because it kind of looked like they recreated the video on stage. And it wasn't hard to recreate because it's a very, like, simple video. It's just them on a white background dancing and homage Mm -hmm. to the Flavor in Your Ear remix, all of that. So he brings Pusha out. Pusha sounds great. The song sounds great. They look great dancing in the, um, I don't even know what you would call this type of set. They look great dancing in the water, end of the world, Mad Max type of thing. I don't know. But... Either way, Diet Coke loved that performance. That I think that was one of the favorites of the night. Yeah, I would agree so too because uh, Pusha T did bring that energy and uh, it was dope to see them both together. Like I think after the performance, you kind of caught them, you know, talking to each other. I don't know what they said, but it was all in good spirits. So that was a good moment too last night. For sure. And then an unexpected unexpected but expected because it's a Kanye move then he brought out Jack Harlow which I loved I loved that recently Kanye gave Jack Harlow his props called him one of the top five rappers out and then decided to actually act upon that and bring him out for his show and do a record with him too like and actually have Jack have a record on his album I thought that was fire because for an artist of Kanye West's stature to reach back and say hey like this guy's doing his thing right now Kanye always has the newer guys on his projects too but just to see him do that with Jack Harlow I thought was very very dope yeah that was a dope moment too because um I saw a little stuff on Twitter that Jack Harlow would be there and then you know with Kanye giving him um his credit for his song nail tech and things like that I was like okay Jack Harlow may be in the building but I don't think he's performing and then lo and behold there he is he walks on the field and um does his thing I think it's I was on his song like I had future on it too future wasn't there but um if you go back if you ever go back to the songs if you get the stem player and listen to it I think Jack Harlow is on a song with future is another person on it so that's kind of dope for those three to be on a song together if that's how it is on the final yeah that one was called Louis Bags according to the track list that Quavo put out on his Instagram page so (laughs) that was another great moment then you have more special guests coming out. You got Marilyn Manson and the baby. They came back out for jail. This is when Kanye started doing like the songs from Donda One. He added those more so in the second half. So the baby, Marilyn Manson popped up. You had Alicia Keys and Fabio Foreign. They had a pop up because, you know, they all just did a song with Kanye called City of Gods. So that was a moment as well. Alicia Keys has been doing her thing lately. Fabio Foreign too. We know Fabio's been having a great year, but Alicia Keys has been having like a a second win in her career, even though she never really stopped. But I think she's just having a dope, dope moment right now. 
Yeah, she definitely is. And she looked good last night as well. She had like a major bling going on. Like she looked good. <laughs> uh, so. That keys chain, man. That keys chain be shining. Mm-hmm. It was dope. Yeah. And then you had um even more special guests from there. Like he was not through yet. Yeah. After that, um, the next special guest I feel like it came out was Playboy Cardi. And that shook up a lot of people because Playboy Cardi had like like white paint on his face and a mesh top and he was screaming into the mic and some white boy was with him too i don't know who the white boy is but uh they did their song together uh to close out the whole thing so that was the next special guest was playboy cardi after alicia and fabio i don't think social media felt the need to make that a clip because i totally missed that one I would have liked Uh to see that. I would have liked to see that. I'm going to have to go search for that one. That was one of the clips I missed. Wow. That's crazy. But sounds right on brand for Playboy Cardi, honestly. Yeah, you got to see that clip, Asia. That was like, when I saw in the theaters, I was like, it was my WTF moment because I didn't know who it was. And everybody was (laughs) like, it's Playboy Cardi. I had to go on Twitter and everybody was like, yes, Playboy Cardi. He was, I don't know, screaming. It gave, you have to go check it out. It's his vampire aesthetic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you also had baby keem in there which i like the fact that he brought out baby keem baby keem's killing it right now he mm-hmm. also had don tolliver another dope dope person i don't know if that the relationship with travis got him that or just off the strength of don tolliver is just super dope but either way glad he was there and of course um one of my favorite kanye west contributors vori was there love mm-hmm. love vori Lori contributes a lot to these Kanye albums, if if you don't know. And then, yeah, that that was like, I don't know, was that like 10 special guests? Like, Kanye had a lot of special guests last night. Yeah, I would say so. A, a good handful, for sure. That was a, a, a pretty big show. Like, I didn't catch every single moment, but I did catch a lot of the, the main highlights as I was at home on my way to bed and then a little bit this morning. But anyway, overall, what would you say was the high point or the highlight of the show? Mm. I want to say like the highlight, I don't know, because it was overall good, but I definitely like the first half of it was like really good. Like him, Kanye was good. Music was good. Sound was good. And then on that second part, he did start having like some sound troubles and Mm -hmm. it was Mike and a little frustration and like Fabio was like kind of off track and things like that. But that, well, that first part it was really good, like artistically, creatively, performance wise, everything was perfect. I don't know what happened towards <laughs> the second part in the end, right? but where it got a little shaky, but I don't know. It was a good experience. He had like, everything was like good. Like Migos came out. It was, it was hype. Alicia Keys, it was hype. Um, his own songs that were definitely on Donda 2 uh, were really good, but I'm still confused why he went to some songs on Donda One. Mm-hmm. For Don- I was doing, I don't get that part yet, but <laughs> other than that, it was pretty good. Maybe um, it's gonna be a double disc dropping soon, a double stem player, excuse me, <laughs> dropping oh, soon. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, no, it did seem like a good experience though. And to the comment about the uh, technical difficulties he was having in the second half, like, that was a really big thing during the show because Kanye even got so upset at that that he threw the mic, like you said, and honestly I could understand Kanye's frustration at that point because when I did tune into the stream his mic was going in and out he was rapping words then stopping like like the feedback was crazy or something like that and they said he was forgetting the words but it just looked like that the sound was so bad that he couldn't keep rapping or something like that like it was just very very weird so of course there was a bunch of Twitter memes about the sound guys losing their jobs 
And they even took a screenshot of the credits and was like, all these MFs getting fired. And I was just like, yo, probably so, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, they, they dropped the ball on that one, who, who's ever fought it was. And Kanye did actually fire somebody on Instagram, actually. I don't know if it was the sound guy or if it was the guy in charge of the production, but he put on his IG page. First of all, he put a photo of this man's face. <laughs> And it's not a flattering photo either. It's like a a selfie. The man looks bewildered. Um, And he said, I would like to politely announce that Lawrence Chandler no longer works for me. This is one of the sharpest, most competent people I've ever met. But he spends too much money on projects. And I'm more frugal now. Maybe one day he can return after he breaks that habit. Until then, direct all business inquiries to the GOAT, G. Roberson. So I don't know um, what position this Lawrence Chandler was in. If he's the set guy, the sound guy, special effects guy, business guy, lawyer, attorney, like it Kanye doesn't make it clear, but whoever he is, he's no longer employed by Kanye West. I mean, hey, don't don't play with the man's performance. Like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely was some firings after the show, but overall did seem to be a good show. It it did. It did. I do have a question though. Yeah. And don't fight me, because I know how you girls like to tussle. <laughs> But is Kanye ever going to put out a solo album again? Or is everything going to be a compilation album? That's a good question. You have to ask the Kanye girlies. Oh, <laughs> no. Because as much as I enjoy these collaborative projects, as much as I like Kanye working with the youth and just collaborating with these hip hop legends that we already know of, it's a fun spirited album. But can we just get some Kanye production and Kanye rapping? Like, are those days ever coming back? Like, or is every album gonna be Migos, Fabio, uh, Alicia Keys? Like, I like that, but I just miss the days when he would just give us a different era each album like a Mm -hmm. different sound different vibe it was mostly him yeah there was features but we got a feel for him with these albums and maybe this these Donda albums are just him now but it's just like I don't feel like we get enough of just Kanye but hey that that must be just where he's at artistically and creatively right now but I just wonder will those days ever return I know. I do miss the old Kanye in that spirit. So maybe he feels like getting in a nostalgia bag one time, but we'll see. (laughs) Questions that need answering. Things to Mm -hmm. think about. We're going to end it on that note, though, man. Good good performance um, overall. There were some hiccups, but good performance by Kanye. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is also Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can also follow us on all platforms. I am at Asia Sky on everything. And I'm at A Dub on everything too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.